0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. My name is Aaron.
1: And I'm also Aaron.
0: And we have a special guest today, friend of mine, friend of the show, Mr. Casey Shaheen. Hey there, you're on air
2: with Casey Shaheen. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Casey, thanks for coming on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Uh, so, we don't often do these uh, third mic episodes, so it's nice having a new dynamic here. Yeah. Me and Aaron won't we'll just talk ourselves in circles. We
1: do. We now do. Now we'll a have lot of Casey, that. and he just gets
0: to be
2: part <laughs> of the Now Casey that. will, will say, talk himself in circles. I will say that the way you guys do talk yourself in circles makes for a perfect 45 minute episode. Oh,
1: <laughs> you guys bring it right back.
2: You guys bring it right back home. And I love it. I loved it. I listened to the last episode twice just to get the vibe. So, ah.
1: That, wow. was, uh, that was that was the one so where we announced
2: fun. Aaron's yeah, uh, I, I, job, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also heard my shout out and I love the sound of my own name. <laughs> oh, <so. Aww>,
1: Casey. <laughs> well, Casey, is a big friend of Nashville Tour stop he works at the true music room mm-hmm. he is a bartender but we love him especially for his incredible audio skills and how he makes sure that how he makes sure that all of our musicians are taken care of when they play their sets and you are so meticulous and detailed and just you care so much about making he's sure one of the most thorough sound
2: engineers I've ever yes. gotten to work with I know that I, I bet you can tell just based on my sound checks during the regular uh Tuesday the every first and third Tuesday rounds that the, the true music Tuesdays true music boy, Tuesday. do we run behind because my sound checks are meticulous well but they're great I have but that's why everyone likes playing there <laughs> they can actually hear themselves for once
1: you're true to yourself hey, Casey. I try
2: I try that's the cool thing about being working in that room in particular is that being a bartender I get to know who the guests are and then also bringing in musicians like when I when I started we barely had music mm-hmm. and we like started to grow it out I saw that there was a basically like a unused Awesome system that I just decided to help take over. And last September I just start I was officially uh, asked to start booking the room and then I got really obsessed. And I got really obsessed and fixated (laughs) on making everything sound great.
1: And it does sound great and it pays off well for for NTS.
2: NTS.
1: Casey is also one of the most put together chaotic people that i've ever met <laughs> other than myself and aaron because like
2: i feel at home with you guys i, will, I really do i will, <laughs> will come s-
1: i will see you at the true music room like hey casey how you doing and you'll say like man i slept for 43 seconds last night and i've worked the last 13 days man, but i'm here and i it's
2: great. don't <laughs> love that i don't love that i <laughs> complain i don't no no, no,
1: love. no, 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 no. Not, not in like a complaining way. Like you're you're just like, this is like, this is how it is. And I'm here and I'm stoked and it's great. And we're
2: all kind of addicted to our work anyways. (laughs) So it's, it's always like game time. I'm always thinking like the one thing I'm like, I'm really, I guess I must be codependent. Like I thought I worked through it a long time ago in therapy, but I guess I'm still like a codependent in the sense where like I, the last thing I want to do is look stupid or let anybody down. So I work extra hard to make sure that on the outside, everything is all taken care of at the expense of myself, which I think we all (laughs) agree. Right, Will? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Will! Yeah. So we gave Will a brief shout-out, but Will is uh, our newest intern at Nashville Tour Stop. Um, uh, He makes my life exponentially easier because I used to edit the podcast and mix it, and as uh, listeners of the show know, my ears don't work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, Will's ears do work. They'll Thank see God. Your... And Will just turned 21. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Will just turned 21 and had a great birthday on Broadway, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. So we've got a good uh, good squad here. But uh, let's, uh, let's take a moment to break down our relationship, Casey. I'm in. Do you
2: remember how we met? Actually, I knew you by reputation. Uh, through I didn't even know that. Good so or bad? Was, uh, oh, no, that's the thing is I never, I never formally met you because you were always <laughs> running around like a like a psychopath yes. at at, at like Cabana or at Fair. Belcourt. Checks and I tell out. you, I'd seen you, so I knew you by reputation. I'm like, oh, dude's got th- things put together. Um, when I when I'd been going over there, I was um, I was kind of like, because I had a buddy that was that was you know performing. I don't think he's ever played a tour stop, but he. But I I knew, like, I was kind—I fell out of love with music pretty almost immediately when I moved to Nashville. Mm Because I'm like a recovering musician. Mm -hmm. I moved here 11 years ago, and I immediately fell out of love. And I didn't like care about music anymore. I'm like, wow, it's a bunch of people just singing melodies about their sad lives and their feelings. Why don't they just say what's on their mind? And that's because I just got jaded, and it was like a little bit of an insecurity. So when I was start to go to like Belcourt and go to these go to the rounds, I'd start to see like. There's something cool here. There's something fun here, but I never gave it much mind until I started working at Cambria, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." There's something cool here, and then so we met through um, through Greenbrier actually. Yeah, Greenbrier. That, has that was when I
0: made the official introduction. Been a been a big uh, big supporter. So I think that Greenbrier had men, had met with uh, your is it the GM or your food and beverage manager? Our, our, our food and beverage manager uh, Eric. Eric, yeah. So they had had a meeting about. Uh, doing some some kind of a menu placement for their Tennessee whiskey. And Eric had mentioned something about uh, wanting some help booking music and having uh, some shows there and try to try to up the game a little. And Cliff, our buddy at Greenbrier, is like, well, how convenient. Big shouts out <laughs> to Cliff. Hey, yeah, Cliff. Cliff the is man. a great dude. But yeah, he, Cliff uh, really bridged the gap between it. And now we uh,
2: we've got this whole thing going. Yeah, we've got a. Uh, I think it was funny the other day. You actually looked over at me and you're like, "Isn't it weird that we just started like working together and all of a sudden we're just like friends?" We're and I'm just like, friends now. "I'm like, yeah, I, I would kind of run through a wall <laughs> for you. I really would. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I genuinely like, I so so appreciate both of you guys so much Aww. and just and I mean, I know I'm not I'm not shy about you know, singing my praises all the time to you about how much I appreciate you and what you guys do uh, and who you are as people because I know that you're both just very genuinely like good freaking people oh that's so that is so tough to come by because i booking outside of you guys there are people who are difficult to work with and i have a rule that if you're difficult to work with you don't get to work with me like there's too many good people out there i'm pretty sure that was one of the first
0: things you and i bonded about was one of my first rules is don't be an asshole Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) fair enough
0: everyone likes nice people and you know who likes assholes Girls, I want to date. (laughs) Good lord. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you work at the Camry Hotel, but uh, more specifically, the True Music Mm -hmm. Room, which is the uh, venue slash bar there on the fifth floor, which is kind of—I don't want to call it ground level, but is main level. I like to say we're vertically integrated.
1: So just for location context, you guys are like basically on Broadway. We so you're, are, Yeah, we're a block away. You are a hustle and bustle and hotel mm, yeah. people in and out all the time. Tourists, mm-hmm. conventions, artists. On the it corner is
2: of 8th and DeMumbrian. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. 8th and McGavick. McGavick. So DeMumbrian's on oh, the other McGavick. side. Yep. Yes, that's 8th and, correct. 8th and McGavick, like right by, um, there's the JW down the street, uh, yep. but there, more specifically, uh, Bridgestone is just right
0: behind us. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is uh that's that's kind of how we got plugged in together, but Casey and I really hit it off early because we had this same mentality of wanting to work with cool people and nice people and yeah. not necessarily sacrificing the oh, this person's quote popular, but we were like there's there's quote unpopular people who are
2: more popular because they have friends who just want to come hang out. Yeah. I can't thinking now like right in my head, I can't think of anybody who would be like popular that's not cool right now in my head because I think I've essentially just purged a lot of those people that were giving you that, that negative like context and connotation of like musicians, bad vibes, no more bad vibes they are all gone because I think you, with the community that, that that... this is something that I've always said about, about tour stop, even, even back in the day. It's like if the, if, if theater kids Mm -hmm. were, it's the writers round for theater kids.
0: We were literally talking about in that uh, that in last week's episode. Yes.
1: We, I'm so happy you're saying this because when we were growing up, there was always this thing where if you were excited or if you were passionate about something, if you liked something, that was not cool. It was cool to not care. It was cool to be like, ew, that's weird that you like that. Right. And now loving things and being excited about things and excited for people is thankfully being embraced <laughs> and that, was, that, was, that was about the
2: time that I was going to wake up Oops <laughs> See, this I would have been late <laughs> This is why
1: you are the guest Because you are so wonderfully chaotic And I love that I, um, I
2: appreciate that It's amazing that I can get anything done That I'm efficient in any way at all Is truly a miracle
1: But exactly what you were saying With like bu- the, the vibes It's now not cool to be like
2: I just—I uh, guess I don't apathetic. care. I, okay, yeah. so I'm, I'll just—I'll go and say I was at—I'm not going to name any names, but I was at a at a writer's round at a bar, and everybody was—all the guys were dressed in black t-shirts, jeans, backwards black hats, had a beard. Everyone sounded a lot like Luke Combs, and which is great. I love Luke Combs, but at Luke's the end, comb? Luke Luke's Combs. Okay, cool. He does <laughs> have a full head of hair underneath that hat. Is a full head of hair and a nice <laughs> little wispy beard. Uh, I love Luke Combs. Don't get me wrong, but. I think Luke Holmes is already a thing. Why? Did, I don't know why everything sounded so similar. And I realized that there, the operating principle is to be cool. The the operating principle is to be a like a to 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 do what's already been done to fit in to fit in. And that's the thing about Tourstop is like, I I mean I can shout out every single person that I absolutely adore that is that is in the orbit of Tourstop. And when I say adore them, I mean I truly like Caroline is amazing. She's like one of, one of my like new favorite people in the world. Caroline, Caroline DeLone. DeLone. Love She's One of her. my new favorite people in Sunshine. the entire world. Shout out again, Caroline Shout DeLone. Out. Shouts out. Uh, Lucas, I mean, I, mean, oh I can't stop complimenting. I go, every time I see him, and like, you always wear cool shirts.
0: Lucas Dorian's Carpenter. always got that
2: swag. I literally told him, I go, I know what you're going to wear to the pool. He goes, how do you know that? I go, Dorian, you're dripped. It shows. He's he's gonna wear five inch inseam <laughs> swim shorts you know. and nothing else,
0: and he's gonna be the best looking dude there. Absolutely. Yeah. Meanwhile, Absolutely. <laughs> I was also present. You, it, you were the there with the
1: Nashville crop stop. <laughs> mm.
0: So I, well, let's let's talk about that. We'll we'll get into <laughs> what what you're doing at the bar, but I want you to to tell us what you saw <laughs> during the uh, Nashville tour stop CMA show at the True Music Group. Well, first of all.
2: What a day. What a, what <laughs> what a day. I mean, <laughs> I mean when day. I tell you I do you ever get those those feelings like when you when you get to your car after a long day and you are like you're running on you're basically running on, on fumes at that point. And then I just took a took a second and I took a deep breath and I go, Yes. Like Aww. like I pumped because I was like, all the hard work and all of like the all the putting my neck out there for certain things, and to make sure that things were working or were going to work, so that it was seamless for everyone to have a good time. Mm-hmm. It all went to plan, and on top of that, my my uh, superiors, my supervisors, uh, my my general manager were all there working in tandem with me, and were asking me what I needed because they saw what cool thing was they you know my my general manager Bill he said. The room feels good. He goes, I don't know what sales Aww. are going to be today, because but the room feels good, and I guess that's really all I care about at this point is that the room feels good for our guests. And it normally was... on a Friday afternoon
0: at that time, are there people hanging out at the pool partying like oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that pretty? Normal? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As
1: we talked about a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> oh, the lobster yeah. boys.
2: And that's also something that I love too is that being able to do what I've done. I'm like, hey. Hey Eric, is it all right if Erin comes to uh, use the pool? I know she's going to be on the air later. She might talk about it. If she doesn't. She doesn't. If she does, she does. Either way, already I already have. You have
1: already have. <laughs> I appreciate
2: that. High five. <laughs> uh, it it just means the world. It really means the world to just be able to like. We have so much, and we're so like, I have so like an abundance of like resources that I want to share and 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 allocate to people to use, however they want to to enhance their their experience, their lives, but also. Just want to be part of the room. Like the fact that you love the room means the world to me because I love it as well. And it's just like I, I like inclusion and including everybody inside of the vision of. of if what you I'm look home.
0: over by the door, you might not be able to see it. No, it's behind one of the boxes there. But uh, I can't see through. We boxes. have a project list for tour stop, and one of them is the cool kids everyone can sit with. Yeah, and it's I, the point
2: we want everyone to be involved. I love that, and that's that's it's actually my long term vision for the room is to essentially. Before we had music, I, we always had music since I was there. October of 2020 is when I got hired. Uh, that was during COVID. And music started to come in slowly and slowly, and I wasn't in charge of the music, but I quickly took over the, the soundboard because I have a thing that when I'm in a room and the sound is bad, I hate it there. And I, if I have to work there and I have to talk over it, it better be good or it better sound good. So I really just want... I lost my I lost my my train of thought for there something. are so many rooms that have bad sound in
0: this town and finding the ones that where where it sounds good and it's magical it's it's
2: kismet because you you want to be there mm-hmm. and that's what keeps butts in seats and that's what as a bartender it keeps I want butts in seats to make money as But's a bartender at the seats. end of the day right But's and make my guys seats. money I mean like And my, if it's too loud people will people will take off if yeah. it's too quiet
0: people will take and off and if it's
2: not engaging yep and that's what I always try to tell every musician that comes up on stage is that like this stage is yours. Like I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your time in that stage, but it's two hours that you get for yourself. To you, if you want to make money, play the hits. If you have, I had a, uh, a, a kid, Josh Furs, uh, for a while. I had him playing on Wednesdays during the during during slow times, and he goes like, I don't know what to do. I go, well, what you're gonna do is like, do you have an idea? Do you have the two bars of a verse? Why don't you just like hum through two hum hum to get there and hum hum on your way out. Hit it. Try a new idea. Just try things out and ask people what they think. So at the end of the day, all these these customers are like, do you ever see anyone famous? I go, no, not like famous like you would know, not like in your flyover states that you're from. Like, no. But what I do see are people who have cuts. I've seen people on The Voice, people that play rounds, people that, that have great publishing deals. All these people. One of them, uh, Ryan Larkins, is one of my favorite yep. people to bring in. Because I mean, he just had he just shout out to Ryan Larkins just released a, a song with Billy Anderson and, and Dolly Parton. Yep. Yeah. They, they just released one of his cuts, amazing. and that's amazing. And I, I mean, I truly believe that he's one of the best songwriters uh, in town. I was with him
0: playing and around in 2018. I met him on stage, and he played his song "The King of Country Music," <sighs> and it, it, he, a song. he had written it the day before, and he's like. He's got this real nice, slow, molasses voice, real deep barit- <laughs> real deep baritone. And he's like, I wrote this new song with my buddies and it's called The King of Country Music and I hope y'all like it. And there were like there were like seven people there and I like have you ever seen someone getting ready to cry? And they go <laughs> They literally, like, they have those pre-cry breaths. That happened to me involuntarily when he delivered the chorus of his song for the first time. Some say Jones. Some say Haggard. Some Some say... Some say straight, Travis. some Please say Travis sh- 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 sitting on the throne. That's all well and good, but don't get me wrong, because the king of country music is the song. Dang. And just now, it, I gave, my, Ooh, I chills. gave myself chills. chills. That's
1: my first time hearing that. I have chills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh!
0: It's I, I was in the round song. with him the day after he wrote that, and all of the seven people in that uh, hotel bar. So, God, I can't even remember where it was. Somewhere, somewhere downtown. There's hundred hotels here, but so many. all of the seven people just stood up and gave him a standing ovation, and that was when we knew something was going to happen mm-hmm. with this guy. And here it is, four years later, Dolly Parton.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's what that room is for. That yeah. is that room is to highlight those people to give people the opportunity to be. What they want to be, to try things out, I, that's like a gym. It's really, that's what I would say, treat it like a gym. Like, uh, hone your craft. You, you may not have a crowd. This is your opportunity to, to learn how to get, get over on a crowd. I if you this. have a crowd, how do you keep them? And I go, at the end of the day, all I need you to do is, if you can keep butts in seats and keep selling drinks, I know uh, there's Chloe Gilligan. She loved to play the, the, uh, the Tuesday 8 to 10 because she'd have six people. It was drink slow season. Uh, we'd have six people in the room, about two glasses of wine deep. And they all sat around for at least one more round. And she says, that's what I love. I love it when they're, when they're just kind of stuck in their seat and they're sitting there. And then when it's slow enough, we can get them another glass of wine. Well, there's our sales are up. And now she translates between being a wonderful, I mean, she's, oh, she's, An amazing singer her voice is just right down main street she plays in an open tuning so it's super consistent Mm -hmm. she's a knockout i mean she's just absolutely gorgeous and so she's the entire package and then she also has this work ethic of i know what i like and i know how to get people and that's why i like this this slot i'm like oh there so there is a game here so it is a gym to work out what it is that you want to do and just do it and then take that to the next place you go because i don't I don't care about to get any credit for anyone's success or anything. I go like this is just a place for you to like not waste your time because I don't I can't pay musicians, I don't they work for tips, and so I made it made it my mission to put them like like I call it uh, human Sudoku. I have a spreadsheet where I move them around. I say who fits the best in this slot? Are they is this the slot that's going to make them the most the most money if they want to? It's the it's an option. They don't have to make money if they don't want to, but most of them do mm-hmm. for their job. So um
1: inspiring listening to you talk about like this was such an incredible perspective to get from the different people that you talked about how how people don't realize because you get a lot of tourists that come to stay in nashville and people oh do you see famous people everybody to us because we see how talented they are and we know the little secrets that they uh, of their accomplishments Mm -hmm. you know they are all famous to us. And I saw something that – I read something the other day where, you know, there are songwriters everywhere you go that have written the songs that everybody loves that wouldn't exist without those individuals. And they get to live, like, or inconspicuous lives – Nobody knows that they're famous, but they're so famous, and they're always among us. There's
0: an old Brian Regan quote. Do you know who that is? No. Brian Regan? Do you know who Brian Regan is? Uh, do I? Do? Okay, so you do. I feel uh, lame. Brian okay. Regan is a comedian, uh, made popular probably in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, he's, been going, he's been going forever. He's been around for a long time, but he has a whole routine about how he's uh, famous but not famous, how he can go to a Starbucks and no one will bother
2: him. But he'll sell out a, a theater with ten thousand seats. One of the biggest uh, touring comics. I mean, literally lives on the road on a tour bus. One of the most uh, accomplished, money making comics. Right there, right down Main Street has a, makes a nice living, a nice clean living. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but that's that kind of songwriter fame where people know your stuff, but they don't know who you are. It's like uh, one of the tour stop performers from years ago, and I had him play True Music Room named Mark Irwin. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's written. God knows how many humongous songs. Like, he wrote Blake Shelton, Neon Light, and Alan Jackson, Here in the Real World. But if you were just sitting next to him at a bar, you wouldn't wouldn't think twice to be like, hey, so have you written some of the most popular country (laughs) songs of all time? Yeah. Yes. He also wrote uh, Highway Don't Care, Taylor Swift. Like, the the songs that people, our friends love, we just don't assume automatically, like, oh, that's just some guy. Yeah. It's Taylor Swift. Yeah. I want to
2: know what it is what it takes for for you as a for as as a booker uh to when you find these people to play what is it that you look for in I'm other than obviously availability because you are (laughs) a a busy guy you're like yeah i need someone for this slot bad now uh when you find those people like when you're when you're farming new talent like what is it that you like really look for that you can kind of and i don't i don't want to say pick favorites but pick someone that you're like i want to be an agent for their success. Like what what do you look
0: for? There's there's a, a ton of factors that go into why I do or don't book people. Uh really one of the bottom simplest, whatever you want to call it, things is uh their willingness to support those around them. And that's one of the reasons why we
1: let's go work
0: with a lot of the Come same people now. is because uh if I book Caroline Delone, I know for a fact that Tara Walson and Julia Larkin and her friend group and Samantha Jane, they're going to come out because they just want to watch their friends play. But the same goes if I booked any of those other three girls, the others would be there. Mm-hmm. And I want to book people who are going to be working like that. And then that comes in the whole other other world of like musicality and lyrics and, quote, success. But I, at least at the level we're working right now, I would so much rather be able to support the people who want to support those around them rather than just, oh, you opened for someone on the road four years ago that I've never heard of. <laughs> and like, that's not a credential that's worth bragging about. But if you can say, hey, I got five friends who want to come drink Tuesday night and hang out after my show, and be like,
2: hell yeah, do any of them want to play? <laughs> Because ultimately, that is kind of what we're doing, and then mm-hmm. it's, it's really it is. We are in the bar business. Like it's I'm, community I'm, building. I'm, I'm in. You are a community leader. You're, you're basically Harvey Milk of community leaders. You're just the you're <laughs> the you're the straightest Harvey Milk I know. You're building. <laughs> you're you're building such a, like a, a, a happy a, a,
1: pride month. A happy pride exactly. That's why that's
2: why I brought it up, baby. Uh, that's the, the the something that I'm just so um, I so admire about you as as a man and as a friend. It's like to say like to call you in the ranks of my friends like. I am pretty picky about who I keep as friends and as who I, like, admire as people. And, like, you have such admirable qualities of, like, I am going to adjust everything. I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that this person feels good because I know what they're doing. And at at the end of the day, you're doing all that. And, like I said, we're in the bar business. I'm technically in the bar business Mm -hmm. because I'm actually pouring drinks and putting, you know, spouts on bottles. But you're also, you're out there. I got to make sure there's a button to seat for you to S- pour that. Exactly. And I think that's just so cool. And I uh, then don't worry. The compliments don't start. Don't stop with, with Aaron. Stop. Aaron uh, that's something. I, and I want to go back to something that you said on the podcast last week. Um, well, it'll be two weeks ago. Right. As this airs, uh, you said something about uh, as with the new job at uh, 106.7 mm-hmm. is that you want to start incorporating more musicians and you want to create a platform for a lot of the people that you've become friends with through tour stop that's so admirable, especially on that huge platform. Because by aligning the aligning your friends and these up and comers that we believe in with people who I guess the nation, the meritocracy of, of the music business has has determined that these people are the best. Uh, that's such a cool, admirable trait. And I really want to like Aww, give you a shout out. I thought it's such a great idea.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Casey, uh you're just gassing us up over here that's making us feel so baby. good. That's
2: what I do. That's
1: Actually, why I had Casey come on and suggested him as a guest so that he would just give us a you're ever feeling bad about
2: yourself, <laughs> hang out with Casey. Well, if you're feeling really good about yourself, don't worry, I'll knock you down a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: hey, let's take a quick break for a commercial message and we'll come right back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. I'm Aaron, and across from me is...
2: Also Aaron. Amazing! The other one.
1: Yes, the other one. And also across from me and Aaron is...
2: On Air with Casey Shaheen.
1: <laughs> yes, our Zee guest Jaheim. this week
2: taking up more of the talking minutes than anybody else on this episode <laughs> and I apologize
1: no that's why you're here my dude
2: I feel that. it's one of the Thank things you. that
0: I like uh, having guests that actually uh, can pull a conversation because I've had those interviews before as I'm sure you have where you're like oh yeah, you're probing them just to get anything and Especially you're like so, so what are you up to today and they're just like nothing <laughs> period <laughs> you're like okay well bye <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you have no shortage of things to say, and clearly no shortage of passion for what you do at the True Music Room at the Cambria Hotel. And you have some big plans. I'm doing my Italian emphasis hands, in for those of you who can't see, which is everyone, is no Aaron, one can see this. I see this. It. It's, my
2: favorite <laughs> favorite, it's my new favorite emoji. I'm telling you, work. It's in my a new video. favorite emoji. Me too. It, me it, too. It, used, it used to be smirk face. Now it's now it's <laughs>
1: you. I need to know more about these aspirations that you have for True Music Room. Please it's tell us. It's all coming
2: together. I had no idea what I wanted to do long term until quite recently when it all everything started to come together, and it was almost a eureka moment. Mm-hmm. It's with these, A, uh, between the True Music Tuesdays, every first and third Tuesday at the mm-hmm. True Music Room, fifth floor of the Cambria Hotel, uh, and going to Sonny's, and like just going to all these events, and going to the basement shows, and just seeing all these, the same the the group and uh, just kind of rounding out everything that we said and bring it full circle, mm-hmm. man, we're bringing it full circle. It's the fact that if I can create a place for the community, the tour stop community, and the songwriting community to hang out, it's like a nexus for for uh, musicians and also a place where all the all my guests who want to meet someone famous or want to meet songwriters, they can rub shoulders and it can give the the musicians an opportunity to grow and to, to build their base. I always say that's the thousand fan rule. If you play, if you can get a thousand fans and you get a hundred dollars from all those fans, you made a hundred thousand dollars pre-tax. So <laughs> that
0: Disclaimer. means that
2: if you play five shows a week, that gives yourself a weekend. If you play five shows a week and you're able to gain two fans in four months, I think it's four years and eight months, you've, you'll have 1,000 fans. And we all know that everything grows exponentially. But over that time, if you're able to set up an infrastructure on your back end as a small business owner, because that's what you are as a musician and as, a, as an independent artist, that you can go ahead and you can try to make $100 from them a year. That's mm-hmm. it, a year. So that's a Patreon. That's, that's less than $10 a month mm-hmm. on a Patreon that you can get people subscribed to. If you get 1,000 people, you're making $100,000. Then you can fund your dream. A lot of that, uh, and big shout out to Paige Rose. She uh, does this thing where she says, "Everything that I make, I reinvest back into my music. So everything I make for music, I make back into music." Well, that motivates me to make sure that whatever I can do to a make her money or save her money or do anything, I will. I'm happy to because she spoke that into the universe. Wow! And I like to, I like to, you know, fix that for her. I want to be able, I want to help that. I want to reward that good behavior, you know, as as a friend. So what I really want to do is uh, essentially, and I talked to my my general manager about this recently. Thankfully, I can talk about it now. That the vision is to extend our budget. Have let's do True Music Tuesdays every week. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: then we can continue to lean on sponsors. Uh, shout out to to Dan from Pearl, yeah. for furnishing us with the drum kit that we used yeah. this last Friday. And to have a, a drum kit, so then we can have a backline in house, so we can start doing more full band shows. So we can start bringing in more talent. Uh, big shout out to the, to the the big 50 guys and cam Jane I mean holy, oh, holy Cameron. shit. oh my
0: God. what what
2: a, I, gosh, God, what, a day. what a freaking day the fact that my everyone on and I'm so happy that we did that event during the day by the way mm-hmm. because a lot of my my sales team uh, at the hotel and, and my front desk people and my housekeepers and and engineers that are normally gone by the time that we start true music Tuesdays. They were all in-house, and they were all just like, what's Aww, happening? That's really special. They were like, what? They're like, who is this? It's it-
0: proof of concept that, that people who are like up in the decision-making spots need to be able to see that stuff happen, because otherwise it's just numbers on a page. Exactly. And at the end of the day, that's not
2: what that is what we're doing here. Culture that's building
0: what, what, is beyond that.
2: Bang bang, you you just you hit you hit the gong like that. Bang, that's bang
1: it. The world, <laughs> I don't
2: know you freaking want it. love anyway. that song. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's what that's what it is that, that that we're doing. That I'm trying to do is to create a nexus for for guests, the hotel guests, to say I stayed at a really cool hotel. They already love the hotel because they love us bartenders. Mm-hmm. Without music and a Spotify playlist, it it does work. But it has a little extra zhuzh on it when right. there's when there's musicians in house, and then there's a community around where people are hanging and they know each other. Mm-hmm. It's so it's just it makes things a lot more like Chris Myers is a good example of what a gem of someone
0: who I can't believe I went to hotel shouting out Chris <laughs>
1: Myers. Let's go, Chris.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chris Myers is. Uh, I think he started as just a guest of the hotel mm-hmm. and stumbled into True Music Tuesday once.
1: I was there when this happened. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and. He he just wanted to hang out and we got to talking and had a couple of whiskeys and it, I forget who he was watching play. It might have been Micah Butler. Mm-hmm. Oh it, it was yes, Micah, it was, yep. but but he he just he just looked at me. He's like, what? Who the fuck is this? She takes like, my breath away. Had, Holy cow! He had it's never amazing. gotten to hear like a Nash. What makes Nashville Nashville show? Mm-hmm. And then he started coming back for work. Like what was it? Twice a
2: month or something, every mm-hmm. other week. And he was, then he uh, like ultimately got a job here and moved here. And now he's a regular in my bar and a regular at every tour stop yeah. event. Yeah,
1: it's incredible. Yeah, that's and awesome.
2: It, it's that's proof to concept yet again. It's
0: like culture building, fan building happens one person, one at, person a at a time, one person at a time, one person at a time. And uh, for all the musicians who listen to this who think you've been in Nashville for four years, five years, and you don't have a thousand fans. It's okay. Mm -hmm. If you build your fans one at a time, you will eventually have that. And I mean, everyone has said Nashville's a 10 year town. If you can if you can do that thousand fans in five years, that's ridiculous. That's incredible. And if it takes 10 years, that's fine. But doing the work one person at a time is
2: literally all it takes. And that's the important thing is to have your eyes on the prize and on the prize is to live at the end of the day. It's not to be successful. Let's have a fulfilling life. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that we, we can be it. being successful. Exactly, is having a fulfilling life.
2: I think that it that borders on um that borders on uh I guess unhealthy behavior when you fixate on the result rather than what you you know are you enjoying yourself as you're are you fulfilling yourself on the I hate to say the journey. <laughs> But and I'm trying to I'm trying to not be uh, too like Gary V ask about it, but (laughs) I because boy does he his his enthusiasm drives me wild. And my friend Kevin calls me Gary V all the time, and I Special K, Special K, shout out. Hi, he's the boy. (laughs) Uh, He calls me I'm Gary V all the time. I'm like, dude, you gotta shut up because that I he exhausts me. And if I (laughs) if I exhaust anybody, that that's a bummer. But uh, it's to it's the fact that I want all the everyone to enjoy to be live a fulfilled life while they're doing something cool because i always tell this to every musician your reward for playing music is playing music anything i anything else is 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 just uh, window dressing at the end of the day you are doing something that you have a skill and you have a talent and you have a passion you know you get to do that and you wanting to make money doing that is a decision mm-hmm. but it's not on anybody else so you being bitter and you being unfulfilled and and mad about who got what opportunity when i you know, that's none of your business. What your What your job is is that you're doing something. Live a life worth worth singing about, worth writing about. Be fulfilled, and then all the success will come. All right. And so before we go, before we go, I do want to mention that I was at uh, True. Yes, you weren't uh, bartending, but m- 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 well, I was not bartending. I was at True moments ago before we started this episode to grab some XLR cables. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I went to go grab some XLR cables, and there was a a gentleman oh, nice. who's been at the bar for he's been at the hotel since Wednesday. Okay, uh, from California, checking in for the for the, for uh, for the CMA fest. And I was like, he's like, oh, you're not you're not working. I go, no, nope, I'm just on my way to do a podcast. He goes, good. He goes, yeah. He goes, man, you and the, you and that uh, Aaron guy, uh, 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 crop, uh, crop top. He goes, <laughs> he goes. He goes. We're not going to mention the crop top. I go. Oh, no 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 no. Let's talk about the crop top because <laughs> because I'm going to actually gonna, gonna, I'm going to go do with the podcast with him right now. He goes. <laughs> he goes. He goes. That guy's energy was off the charts. And so this is a big shout out to Dave. Dave Dave is the one who brought it up. Dave, Dave. from from Northern California said that it was just so funny to watch just the chaos as <laughs> he goes as like the back half. like as soon as the band started going on, it just get getting like increasingly more and more chaotic and just hilarious and they just thought it was so fun for like (laughs) the room just it had a good feeling and
0: as soon as i cut off half (laughs) of my shirt everyone became more electric so what i think is uh, (laughs) the case is we might have to make this a staple I'm Aaron here. takes his shirt off. Oh, my God. No, I'm not going to do that. But uh, m- my favorite part of the whole day was when Cam Jane, Mr. Cameron Jane. Oh, I am
1: so he, sad I missed it.
0: Oh, my God. He had, a, he had a wireless guitar rig. And he got off stage, played in the crowd. And then he went and did a loop around the pool. And, oh, my God, it was lit. People in the pool. I mean,
2: that that is the stuff that did people anyone get who don't that on camera? live in Nashville. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to swipe through right now. I took so many videos. I never post, guys. Can someone teach me how to post? <laughs> I, Hello. That is like, I know you're so good at it. Check that out. Stand by. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so he's just walking around cool. the pool. And he's
1: just so confident. He's Let's so cool. go, Cam. Yeah. He's so cool.
2: And it was, yeah, it was so beautiful. Wow. So, like, yeah, so,
0: Cam Jane walks around the pool, and that's the kind of stuff that uh, we are. People who see music all the time kind of take for granted, but the people at the hotel who have never seen something like that—they'll remember that moment and want to come back to that hotel because they saw a guy playing the guitar around the pool. A Nashville
1: rooftop pool off of Broadway. This CMA Fest
2: is our. This is this right here is our model for Nashville Pool Stop. That is more on that later. That is what we want. More on that
0: later. More on that later. We have talked a little bit about that on the air here. Uh, we're still dotting some some T's and crossing some I's. Whatever you guys Yum, need.
1: that's exactly how that
0: works. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're, still, we're still sorting out the logistics of that, but we'll make an announcement about that eventually. But yeah, that whole day was just uh, was chaotic, big. and it, it went so
2: fast. Because I got there at 10. You were there before that. Yeah. And boy, howdy. eight o'clock. Shout out to Alex Amato, by the way. I cannot thank that guy enough shout out al we gotta have him on he's He's, gotta be a guest he's amazing man he's his he's just so fun to work with and just like his his ear for sound and his just like the way his mind works is just so like and he's just such a good heart uh really supportive and just really great so like shout out to alex i could not have done the last couple days without him he's the man Amazing. Yep. Well, all of
0: this can be uh, summed up to say, come hang out at True Music Tuesdays, first and third Tuesdays of every month at mm-hmm. the uh, Cambria Hotel True Music Room. You can hang out with me. You can hang out with Casey. Aaron. will, Mike could be there.
1: Yes, I will be there whenever I can. Whenever
0: she's available to you're be a, there. You're a busy lady now. And hey, keep your eyes out. Maybe we do another daytime Friday show.
1: Please. I I'd would love, love that. I'd Get love my to. tan on I think pool. that'd be fun.
0: Well, uh, Casey, if you want people to follow you on the internet, give us your plugs or other relevant
2: plugs. my plugs. I never post, uh, but if you want to, uh, just follow me on uh, on Instagram at gymclasstryhard. Uh, I'm G Y M class uh, I'm not on TikTok, and I refuse to join TikTok because I decided a long time ago that I wanted to be a luddite. Cool, just for a little bit. So just wow. come see me. Come see me anytime. I work pretty much all the time over at True. <laughs> come by. I've got music seven days a week. Uh, normally from about four to ten, uh, but just come by uh, check out. Uh, follow at True Music Room on Instagram. Eric's doing a great job posting uh, posting our lineups uh, pretty regularly. And uh, anytime if you don't want to follow Tour Stop, you can follow me, and then you can get literally everything reposted because that's all <laughs> I said. I just say, I just Amazing. repost from Tour Stop so.
0: Well, uh, Aaron, give us your plugs as well.
1: Absolutely. I am on air with Aaron on all social media platforms. That's Aaron with a Y. And you can listen to me on air with Aaron, weeknights, 6 to 11 p.m. uh, on Hot 1067 in your car or on the internet.
0: And you can follow me on social media at the Aaron Shilb or at Aaron Shilb on TikTok. At some point, I uh, created the Aaron Shilb account for myself on TikTok and forgot the password. And it's just gone, so I created an entirely new one. Rip in peace. R.I.P. in peace. (laughs) But uh, more importantly, follow us at Nashville Tour Stop across social media platforms. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, Do remember to leave us a five-star review here on the podcast. Share it with your friends because uh, this is uh, one of the hardest things to get off the ground is a podcast. So the Mm -hmm. fact that we do have people listening every week, we appreciate you a lot. And uh, share it with your friends. Maybe uh, they learn something. Maybe they get a, a giggle, a laugh. Giggle, giggle. Giggle, giggle. Oh God! I'm not gonna do it. I'm I was about to do, do it. Do we started do playing it. that on the
1: radio. Oh. <laughs> we are playing a 97 second song on the radio, and it's that one. Anyway, I cannot believe it. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Uh, but uh, more importantly, check us out at NashvilleTourStop.com. Come see our live shows. Uh, hang out with us at the True Music Room on Tuesdays. And uh, Casey, it, we don't normally do this, uh, but you want you want to take us out with saying all roads lead right here to the Nashville Tour Stop. Yeah. Ee oh, motherfucker. Mother-